The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Martial arts. Mixed martial arts. How do we like our martial arts? We like it mixed. Whoa! I love the enthusiasm. Producer Casey. What's up, everybody? How's it going? This is uh, Alexander Kaylee. Bring you the MMA Fighting UFC Vegas 78 preview show alongside, as I mentioned, Casey, and of course, the incredible. Oh. Oh, what's up, little guy? What's up, little guy? The incredible uh, Jed Mishu. All right, I think we can... Uh, Casey, I think we can bring down the music a little, I think, to parties no. up. Oh, okay. Leave, oh, leave, wow, didn't even... <laughs> leave oh, the music oh. on, AK. <laughs> the music is why people are here. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's why they're here. I thought I, thought I just uh, had it playing in the other window by accident. Yeah, it's good. We need this because people are pumped. There we go. Let's fade it out a little. People are pumped with, about UFC Vegas 78. I, I threw up the poll just before we hopped on here. And this card doesn't look great to me personally, but maybe I misjudged it because it's at a solid C, uh, 44% leading the way. So I, I thought people would, you know, jump on the opportunity to slam the UFC like we and the so-called MMA media do and and just, uh, you know, come down on this card, which is a little lacking in star power. But D is uh, actually tied for last, C, 40% right now, and B, 28%. So a lot of people seeing this as a perfectly passable, respectable fight card. Jed, I don't know if you agree. Give me your quick overview right now. Uh, and before you do, before you do, I, I just want to warn people, uh, anyone who watched last week saw Jed debut the incredible Michelin star system, which, uh, you know, has one, two, three. It's a one. It's a three star system. And it's kind of based on like uh, how, how how far would you be willing to go to attend this event live? Uh, now, Jed, I asked you, uh, DM'd you, and I said, are UFC Apex cards ineligible to receive a Michelin star? And you said that's you said not exactly, but unlikely so what what how do you want to talk about this card if we're not talking a star rating um look they're they're eligible if they're worthy um they're probably more likely to get you know like a bib gourmand a uh hey look this is actually a pretty good card given the cost uh of the card you know the the low value of the card it's at least quality it's saying it um for I love you all dearly. Everybody who's here, thank you. Thank you for tuning in. We love to have you. I mean this from the bottom of my heart. If you are giving this anything higher than a C, and I think C is wrong, if you're one of those people voting A or B, I implore you to go outside and just touch some grass, 
get out there, see the sunlight, spark the spark imagination in your eyes by the glorious world around you. Because this card, it ain't an A, it ain't a B. It's not really a C, but I'll at least allow you to do that one. So uh, this card is awful. The Bellator card tonight is just straight up better than it. Uh, I was I was a little on the fence on this, like as the week went on, because Bellator fight is seventeen fights, which is so many fights, but. It's just a straight up better card. Um, there, we talked talked about it a lot this week. There are no stakes on this card. None of these fights are meaningful in a grander sense than specifically for the individuals competing on that night and their paychecks. It's a tough hangman. I'm not here to be the prince of positivity. I'm I'm here to shoot you straight. Not not a great effort. It's fine. Not every card has to be great, but this is one of those weekends. I would implore you, if you have anything else to do, do not stop your life for this fight card. Two two ninety two next week is a three star endeavor. We're gonna be we're gonna be doing it big for that one. So you can take a weekend off to be with your family if if that's something that uh, you're interested in. So with that in mind, uh, tomorrow's card start at uh, four p.m. ET start time uh, so for the preliminaries. Seven ET main card. Uh, if you guys who don't want to miss it, I I have to think, Jed, most of these people voting. A or B are you know just they're dyed in the wool UFC fans they like they like their UFC action they're excited about uh, you know some lesser known fighters getting some shine and I use the phrase lesser known as politely as I can um, this is I, 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 Jed I haven't had the chance to listen to No Bets Bard I, I, first I'm a little more before I get into my whole I got a whole thing prepared here uh, how much action do you have on this card would you say not a lot because it's hard like i i'm not gonna dive deep into some of these people who are you know like less than 10 fights in their career because it's there's just no point in it so i'm pretty limited this week uh connor is also pretty limited um because also again like 292 is next weekend that card's amazing card's a three-star card um like super pumped for that one this is just the hill we got to get over before we get to that great, great adventure next week. So yeah, no, um, not again, not a ton of interest in just about any way in this card. Not all the fights are bad and maybe the event will turn out. Okay. Uh, but I do not have high hopes for this. This is going to be a hell of a preview show based on this energy that I'm, that we're getting here. Uh, Casey, can I bring you in real quick and get, get your opinion of what uh, this, this UFC card, which is just getting, it's getting slammed. Uh, it's getting slammed by Jed Mishu. I feel like social media. Deliver a good fight card and I will, I will praise you. I praised, I praised Nashville moment. last week. Yes, I did. praised 291. I've said at least three times this episode that yeah. 292 is awesome. Yeah. This just ain't it. <laughs> You graced, you graced, you went as far as to grace Nashville with a Michelin star. Telling got people a, to got okay. a star. That's big business. That's big business. That's that's legit. That's that's if you were in the Nashville area, like get out of your houses and, sh- and shell out a ticket. Uh, so that you know, again, I, I wouldn't ask you to put on that level. But uh, Casey, quick a quick word on the overall thoughts on this card. It's a card. It's one hundred percent a card. There's um, <laughs> professional fighters on it. Uh, it's government sanctioned. Um, and it will be streaming on ESPN Plus. That is okay, a great. solid yeah, fact. <laughs> All of those are facts. No lies. No lies. Big no facts. lies. You know, that okay, reminds okay. me. Okay. In all seriousness, uh-huh. um, there are fighters I want to see fight. But there are absolutely zero matchups. Go, oh, this is the fight I want to see. There are fighters. I, 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 I'm curious to see Mont, uh, Montserrat, Montserrat Ruiz. Yeah, and that's just yeah. because I'm kind of curious. She has a cool neck tattoo. But yeah. really, that's You're- it's it's not like that's really about it. And and is Juliana Miller going to be a 500 fighter after right. winning tough? Um, even though I think she's exciting, but um, but yeah, there, but as far as like fights yeah they could be good you know they could not be they're um yeah it's uh, it's that mentioned it's streaming on espn plus uh no we got to plug that yeah espn okay. plus <laughs> if you're gonna sign up sign up through mmafighting.com we got handy links in the results um, page weigh-ins page uh yeah it's okay so people i i'm not looking at the comments i'm just pretending i'm i'm imagining what people are saying like guys these are these are fighters they've they've earned their way here 
how can you, you know, how can you guys be so critical? You never find a day in your life. Actually, Jackie Jed and Casey, I've never fought a day in my life. I'm the one who should be shutting up. Jed, I know you've done some kickboxing. Casey, of course, undefeated uh, in MMA. Uh, but let's, I, I, let me present this statistically. Let me present this empirically to people who, who don't understand I why. Love whatever, I love where we're going here. Who, okay. Half of the fighters on this card are either from the Ultimate Fighter uh, Contender Series or uh, one fellow from Dana West looking for a fight. 13. 13 out of that 20. Is, so there's 26 straight fighters. Up, that is lower than I would have guessed. <laughs> well, here's the other thing. Well, if I add in, there's another thing, clause I'll add in after, which is going to make things even worse, right? So the the people on that list, Juliana Miller, uh, Ultimate Fighter 30. J- Jose Johnson, uh, Dana White Contender Series. He's being called in on short notice. Josh Prezian. <laughs> Maybe the most hilarious story. Two, went two and zero on Dana White Contender Series to get their attention, and then his reward for his second win was making him go through Tough Twenty Eight, which he did not win. So, but at least they signed him eventually. Uh, Martin Budai Contender Series, Francis Marshall Contender Series, Isaac Dolgarian uh, finally making his debut. Uh, Dana White looking for a fight. Terrence McKinney Contender Series. Uh, he lost. If you don't remember, he actually lost to Sean Woodson. He was viciously KO'd, and then came back. Uh, as a, I think on short notice and, and you know, thrilled us early on. I was kind of in a weird spot. Uh, Mike Breeden, uh, contender series con- contestant, lost to Anthony Romero, who also wasn't signed. So Mike Breeden is in the UFC after losing to someone who also didn't get a contract on contender series, which is great. Uh, JP Bays, two tries in contender series to get on. Jamie Pickett, three tries to get a UFC contract. And I think he actually only got it because he came in short notice. Three it's more. a lot Same of one. multiple contender <laughs> series. <people. laughs> no. Tafon and, and God bless them for their persistence. Tafon and Chukwe contender series, and he just missed weight, by the way, so that's fun. AJ Dobson contender series, Khalil Roundtree all the way back, uh, Ultimate Fighter twenty three. So that's half less, and that's not including a lot of these people who were just brought in, um, like they're making their first second appearance, and they're really only getting a second shot because they came in on like short notice. Maybe they won their short notice fight because Marcus McGee's a short notice guy um, from for his first fight. Uh, so there's a lot of. I, to put it nicely, uh, you know what we what we used to think of as UFC quality, um, it, it, it's it's not on this card. It's cannon it's fodder, card. dude. It's, I have a better stat for you right now. There are twenty six fighters on this card. Eight of them have less than ten fights in their total careers. Yes, like by whatever metric. If you're if you're a big contender series believer, or a tough guy, you know you you can have those. And I can't argue that those are bad things, right? But but basically, no no reasonable metric should anyone with less than ten fights be like that. Dude's definitely UFC quality. There are outliers where you can say that, you know, with a bow nickel. But the vast majority of fighters should fight more than ten times before getting to the pinnacle of the sport, which is where this is supposed to be. And that's just what this card is. This and and what, frankly, a lot of UFC cards, certainly Apex cards, have turned into. This is this is a step above what you would get at a local regional promotion. With a big headliner, obviously the, the headliner is a very two very marquee fighters, but most of the composite parts are dudes you guys could go see fight in your local shows, and I would encourage you to do that. Local MMA is really fun. Uh, if you yeah. haven't ever been, do that. But like that's a whole vibe. If this card were happening at Wild Bills up in Delonica or whatever, like I might <laughs> take a, I might You're take a in. drive for for like just have some beers in a in a dusty bar and watch this, but. For this to be associated with the peak of this sport, it, we don't have to pretend it's good. No. And uh, to, just to, just to, the one thing I didn't do, because I was just getting too sad digging into the, uh, the sort of the background of this lineup is uh, I, I thought at a glance, if you add up the UFC records of the fighters outside of uh, Luque versus Dos Anjos and Cub Swanson versus Duwadu, and yes, people, I will get to those fights in, in a moment, trust me. If you add up the record, the, just the UFC records, I think of the, the non- uh, you know, top two fights fighters, I think it might be like a losing record. Um, it wouldn't shock got, me at all because we've got who, some people who's got a big who pile of wins, you know, outside like of none those, of these again, not a yeah. lot. Roundtree has seven, I think, seven and five, but we've got uh, JP uh, Bates. Most, most of the fighters just eyeballing it are even <laughs> like they they win one, lost one, or they lost a bunch. So I would absolutely believe that that's true. 
Josh Fram versus Jamie Pickett is opening the main card. Josh Fram does one and two in the UFC. Jo- Jamie Pickett's two and five. This opening a main card on ESPN Plus. I get the whole thing's on ESPN Plus, but still. Uh, and Josh Fram also just can't judge a fight card until they fight. You really can't. Could you be really the greatest can't. night of fights. AJ Dobson versus Chukwe. That's zero and two versus two and three on the main card. You guys get the point. I just want to see, did this. I just want to see, did this shift the voting at all? I somehow doubt it. Uh, C is still C and B still going pretty strong. Let's focus on the positive. Shall we, shall we focus on the positive here? Um, point, it's a great point event. Three po- point three positives out. Is it? Is it? <laughs> I like it. I, look, so here's here's my other problem with this card. And I swear I don't want to be the guy who's always negative because in, in large part I'm not. At If you take away the ancillary parts of it, this main event rules. Like it's, it's an appropriate fight. It's going to be fun as hell. I feel all sorts of icky about Vicente Luque fighting like a month and a half after having a brain bleed. And I know that he's been medically cleared and they at least suggested at the time that if he were to compete again, he would need to undergo some extra testing to make sure. But like I'm all sorts of queasy about putting a dude who had a brain hemorrhage 90 days ago or whatever in into here. Like that makes me... It it genuinely makes me not feel great about this main event. Like maybe we should have just waited. We don't need to rush him back from that. Like let's have some time here. So I like that the the unequivocal best fight on this card comes with a lot of baggage for me personally. I don't know how anyone else feels, but it's very eh. Yeah, and and it's I don't know if this would make it better if he was like on a win streak. It felt like there was something at stake here. But his last fight with Jeff Neal was so was pretty one sided. It was it was probably one of the one, well I'd say one of the best performances for Jeff Neal. Luke is probably one and of the literally ones. broke his brain. It was he literally it was nasty. hemorrhaged from yeah. it. It was nasty, and it's, and he's lost two straight now. He also had a pretty clear loss to Blah Muhammad in, in their rematch. So he's on a two-fight losing streak. It's not like we're clamoring for Luke. Like, oh, we really need to see him get back in there. I think a lot of us would have been fine if Luke like didn't fight in 2023. And like you said, we knew he was properly recovered. And again, we're not doctors, you know. We're not not uh, full time anyway, you know. Uh, my, you know, my side <laughs> may dabble in the, in the in the dark arts, but um, uh, we. But it does sound bad. The optics are bad. Again, I don't think you need to be a doctor to see brain bleed and go like, well. Maybe I don't want to see this guy competing in a what will likely be a very very tough uh, five round fight. Um, my yeah, my presumption is that he will be okay. Like the UFC takes safety to this in this sense, like fairly seriously. So my mm-hmm. the assumption here is that he will be okay. But that's just one like it would just be a lot cooler if this was not the linchpin fight and also had this mm-hmm. baggage. If this was a, I'm a little concerned about the opener on UFC 292. It's probably going to be fine, but this isn't going to be the crux of the whole evening. And there is a very small chance that something legitimately catastrophic happens. So and it's 25 it's, minutes too. It's, it's just it's even worse. Yeah. I'm knock on, sense. knock on wood. I assume that everything is medically okay, and I, God, sure hope that nothing bad happens. But when that's your your hook, and it also comes with at least some trepidation for me, it's a tough fight card. Wow. Uh, again, I, 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 we can't ignore that. I don't want to put it aside. I think, but I, if I'm talking strictly about the matchup, I do find it compelling. Uh, so yes. I, what I'm saying, saying to people is, if we can just not talk about the brain bleed for a minute, um, like, and just yeah. talk about the fight, let's do that. Uh, classic so been, MMA statement, right yeah, there. If very, we could not talk about the brain yeah, hemorrhage, very precious thing to say. About I think, the fight. Yeah, I like the match on paper. I think it's exciting. I think if we're talking, you know, quality five round fights for two veterans who aren't necessarily really near the title picture at the moment, uh, you know, you could you could do a lot worse, but. Uh, Stakes are the stakes are you know one of the reasons I think that this card is also being overlooked. Uh, I think it was my best friend Mike Heck who said like, "Is this one of the lowest lowest staked?" I don't know if that's an adjective you can use. Is this one of the lowest staked uh, cards in recent memory? As in, I, like you know, if anyone wins, are they getting near a title shot? Are they getting a, any movement up the rankings? And I, I always say, like, that's not the be-all, end-all of fighting, but I understand why that's, you know, why there has to be a hook like that. So Is, is anyone um, ranked, is anyone in this entire card ranked on our top 10? Just for 10, oh, top 10, no. We have top Vicente. 10, no. 
we have Vicente Luque top 12 at Welter. We have number 12 in our list again, which also includes uh, other fighters and other promotions. But I don't know, I don't know if we have anyone ahead of him in another promotion right now. In RDA, uh, Amasov, 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 I guess would be above yeah. him. Um, well, I think that RDA it. could theoretically be ranked if he was committed yes. to a weight class, but yes, that's fair. He's bounced around, it's been, yeah. And I haven't looked at the UFC rankings. I assume RDA is still ranked at <laughs> straight up. Straight up. Be- better question for you, uh, Casey. Uh, how many people on this fight card have received votes in the MMA Fighting Global rankings? Your answer is going to be one, two. I would two. guess Cub Swanson at some point did. Oh, yeah, not, yeah, not now. Sure yeah, not now. Khalil, uh, yeah, not now. But one, two, three, four, because I'm sure Khalil uh, Roundtree did. I think he still and is. I, I think I feel like Roundtree has votes currently. Maybe I think he's, I, a he's on a three fight win streak. So he is. That, yes. So I'm I'm looking at ballpark five people who have ever received an MMA fighting global ranking vote. Because I think Terrence McKinney probably had well, some. I think some Chris Dawkins yes. yeah. had some heavyweight votes. Right? Yeah, yeah. He was ranked. He was actually top maybe. 15. Yeah. He was top sure. 15. He was ranked. He was ranked. Uh, just so people know, in the UFC rankings, so uh, right now, uh, RDA still at number nine, which is like, you know, I know. That's a lightweight. That's a lightweight. I, at lightweight he fought he, that was last july it's only been it's only been a little over a year since his last lightweight fight so it's not like crazy and he, lo- uh, Luke, he lost that fight he's he sitting at number nine for um beating uh um paul felder like however many years ago that was a long time that ago. is that's how he returned to the ufc lightweight rankings he dropped back down beat paul felder <laughs> felder I, took that fight on short notice plus, by the way but was ranked champ, like yeah. nine he is he, but Moicano his, is 13 and he, he he crushed Moicano. So there's another weird fight. I don't know. I don't yeah. I'm not defending the UFC's rankings. I forgot he beat Moicano. That's actually yeah. like a relevant lightweight well, that, Okay. That was Retracted. so last second. That was so last second that second and so unnecessary. Second, yeah. Yeah. Um, Still relevant win. Sure. At Luke A, uh, number 10 in the UFC's rankings right now. So technically the UFC can sell this as two of their top 10 fighters going at it. I, it feels like the majority mm-hmm. of people are not convinced. Uh, yeah. Let's let's That's get one fight. It's a fun fight. Let's get right to the victory again. There's not a lot of talk about. No one's getting a title shot off of this. No one's getting whoever wins this is still two fights away. I think doesn't matter. Fun fight. Uh, Jed, who takes it? Breaks this one down for us. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And new customers to DraftKings can bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. I like how you think they're two fights away. Um, they're at <laughs> least three fights away. Uh, first, I want to start with one last statistical point um, yeah, because us, this straight up blew my mind. Do you guys know Vicente Luque's 31? Whoa. It is shocking to me that he is you, 31. You thought older. You thought he was older. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, like when you look at this, you're like, oh, former champion RDA taking on a, a grizzled veteran, two kind of older guys, certainly past their primes. Um, you know, just good solid matchmaking, just hanging on to their top 10-ish 15 spots. And it's like, actually, Vicente Luque is still 31. Uh, he's he got some city miles in that 31 for sure, but he's, shocking he well- to me how young he is. He is well past your, you know, the other day we discussed that like a 12 oh, years ish, I guess, depending how active you are, is a pretty like rough, you know, time when you think 12 like, years is when you guys. start to see the drop. You start to see the drop. And we, I think that's where Luke was two years ago. He's actually in year 14 of his pro fighting career right now. So 
it's Man. he's right on schedule and again some pretty tough fights too eventually look has not been fighting a safe style in the ufc he's going out there get or get got uh and again 14 years of this so yeah he's 31 been fighting for a long time though he's been fighting for a yeah. long time I mean, it's great. He'll finish his career and still be a young man and can do other things with his time and energy. Uh, setting aside the aforementioned medical questions, uh, mm-hmm. I do think this fight just lines up well for for RDA. Um, Luke is a super fun fighter, a super dangerous fighter. So, like, you can't count him out. But RDA is still extremely durable. Um, I mean, he kind of got the pants beat off him by Fazeev and – still hung around for 24 minutes or however long he stuck in that fight. Uh, and I don't think that Luke is going to put it on, on RDA like that uh, early. And so I think RDA's style is just, is just really well, well built to, to beat Luke. He comes forward, puts a lot of pressure on. It's going to take some of the, some of the salt out of Luke's efforts. And he's a good enough offensive wrestler and a top position player. I think he can, we, we've seen Luke sort of stumble to that that avenue of attack on him what Bilal Muhammad basically did to him so I think RDA can compete on the feet put pressure Luke back get takedowns take top position probably doesn't get a finish because Luke is fairly tough but this is 25 minutes so you wouldn't shock me if if RDA found something down the stretch but I think it's going to be a clear unanimous decision victory for Mr. Dos Anjos. Uh, before I make my pick, I just want to read a comment from Jay Blomstead. I want to see a Cribs episode for these 10-year-plus fighters who haven't been champion. Uh, I bet most people, like, if you've been in the UFC for 10 years... I bet years, you don't. No, I, was like, I don't think they're I living bet you in, don't. like, poverty. There he is. I, I don't think they're living in poverty, but I agree. Uh, but I think that's a joke that Jay is making. Is like, yeah. you're, I think your average person would be surprised if they saw, like, how, you know, yeah. somewhat modestly a lot of these people... Let's say, oh, this guy's in the UFC 10 years? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they have nice houses. I'm sure they have nice houses. Are they living in mansions or anything like that? A lot of, I doubt it. Like a lot of them are not, and that sucks. And it's they weird because they have fine houses in the burbs. Sure, I mean, none of them have like a nice house in downtown Toronto or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, trust me, nobody can. If you live in uh, that gotta, city, living man, <laughs> I gotta you stop ain't eating making it on UFC I paychecks. I gotta stop eating at all those Michelin star restaurants. That's the we're problem. Talking, we're talking, talking real estate that. now. I have a home right now. Uh, that's where Maybe we are. They have start. great houses because Ally Quinta is is dealing dealing for them. Hopefully, I hope I, I would love it to find out that Ally Quinta is the Ally Quinta for most of is is becoming my favorite MMA fighter strictly because while a top ten competitor, he was just like honestly, it is better to sell houses than to do this. You're one of the ten best yeah. fighters in the world. Yep, and instead. <laughs> I'm just tr- I'm just working on reloads, baby, because that's better yeah. for me financially. I'm, fi- I'm fighting Habib Nurmagomedov for the lightweight title on the side. I, I, I'm 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 that's my side thing because I got a, I got a bunch of important viewings this week. So nice. Habib is here, you know, mentally, and my my real stuff is right here. <laughs> and again, I don't blame him. I, I don't love blame this him sport. Like- no, it was objectively a correct decision. <laughs> the sport rules. Uh, RDA, by the way, turns 39 in uh, November. I'm also picking him to win a decision. It just feels like he's worn his later years. Who knows? Maybe we'll see that. Maybe Luke has five, six more good years in him. We could be way off on this, but it, it there has been a de- noticeable decline. Um, Max Rabkin and Joseph Benavidez are realtor. Joseph Benavidez a lot of things. And, 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 Jessica, Penny. Man. and Jessica Penny too. And you got to do it. It's a great. It's a great way to make cash. Uh, so I, I'm going with a, a, a RDA, and he just he just worn, he's so much older and even more experienced. 18 years in the business for uh, RDA, Jed, but he's just worn it better. We know what he looks like uh, as an older fighter, and we don't know about Luke yet. It does feel like he's fallen off a bit. Uh, Casey, do you have a pick for uh, for the main event? Uh, basically everything Jed said. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I think we'll get a pretty 49, 46 uh, wrestling heavy um, dominant decision from RDA. Mm. Um, uh, Luke, I think this- Luke has to, has to kind of hit the I don't want to say lucky punch, but he's gonna have to land something big that's um, early in the fight. I think that really just rocks Dos Anjos and um, he just never gets back into it. But um, I think 80% of the time, yeah, RDA is going to win this fight um, pretty dominantly using primarily his wrestling. Yeah, it's hard. He's so good at mixing the martial arts. He's so uh, defensively responsible. I'm sure people can find examples. Eddie I mean, unless, unless RDA play, just but. finally gets old. I mean, he's that. that I, I, there's always that point. Like, he just, he just shows up old. 
and maybe the 170 yeah. and he's just old might be enough. But uh, it doesn't feel like Luke's the right opponent to expose him, mm-hmm. I guess, yeah. um, tomorrow night. Yeah. Uh, do we have any? Do we have any thoughts on RDA's future at welterweight? Is this? Is he just riding this out, getting fun fights? We're not. We're not getting Connor, right? It's not going to happen. Uh, he might be uh, hanging around to see if he can get the Connor. I will. Two two important statistical points uh, for the main event. Our, this can be RDA's thirty fourth in the UFC, which will move correct. him into a tie with Jeremy Stevens for fifth all time. One behind Clay Guida, who is still active. So there's that. More importantly, RDA currently the leader in total fight time over Frankie Edgar by just about five minutes. So he's going to put a bigger lead in that with 30 over Frankie Edgar, most likely by the end of this fight. So, yeah, I think he's just going to keep doing that. Like he's just going to hang around. He's not going to force the issue. He is never going to fight an up and comer. Like I I think he will just never. I hope not. He shouldn't. But like he's never going to be like I'm just going to get back in the mix to make a title run. Uh, I he he wins this fight. What's Stephen Thompson doing since he didn't get paid? Sure, go there. Maybe Stephen Thompson yeah, would take sure. that fight. I don't know. I'm just so not interested in seeing like RDA. I want to see RDA versus like. Honestly, like the Ian Gary's kind of. I want. I, 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 oh, you I want, want to see him yeah. with up and comers. Yeah, he ain't oh, gonna yeah. do that. You guys, you guys are on opposite ends of this because. Yeah, yeah. I, as a promoter, as a promoter, if I if I was a promoter, that's what you use RDA for. I agree. To, yeah. Oh, you yes. want to do right. that? He ain't yeah, gonna right, do right. it. That, yeah, right. he ain't. No chance. He's get, doing yeah. that. I mean, he might, he might have to slip a few, like another fifty grand in his paycheck for him to do that. But um, yeah, that's as far as like RDA Wonder Boy as cool. But it's not the yeah, fight so I want to see. You just pick any of the other bodies. Yeah. What's yeah. Oh, he already beat Yasa, yes, didn't he? If uh, if RDA, uh, and if you're wondering why I keep looking off screen, I'm dual screening it here. If uh, if RDA, no, RDA beat Kesa, right? I think he I'm lost to sure Kesa. I'm, I'm fairly sure he, confident he lost to Kesa. I'm pretty sure he beat him. Oh, he lost him. Oh, he lost to UD. Oh, I don't remember this fight at all. I, was uh, say, I, I feel really confident that Kesa beat him <laughs> as I'm thinking. <laughs> who, did I, who am I thinking of? Oh, he beat Magni. He beat Neil Magni at uh, RDA, right? Sure. That's there's, no way, there's no way to find out. Okay. It's, it's just it impo- we'll never I've got know. The, I've got the internet. I've got the internet in front of me. I'm dual screening it here. Uh, if he wins, RDA will also move into a tie for fourth, fourth most wins in UFC history with Damian Maya and Charles Vera behind only Arlovsky and Cerrone at 23, and of course Jim Miller at 25. So that's wait, wait. So how far is RDA behind Jim Miller? If he he'll be three wins, wins. No, no, he'll be wins and wins. Three, he'll be three wins behind if he wins on Saturday. Right now he's four wins behind. God. Are you trying to make a UFC three hundred matchup? Miller no, uh, no, catchweight, no. Miller and oh okay. No, it's I just mean fun. honestly that would be dope. I'd watch the hell out of that fight. Yeah, They've never fought. Sad. How can that be? Maybe they no. have. I'm forgetting. They're, they're RDA fought forty times. I can't remember them all yeah, off the top yeah. of my head. <laughs> Uh, people in the comments, if you remember this fight or can lie to us convincingly. I see I see no Jim Miller. No Jim Miller on okay, RDA's no Jim list. Miller. Right. That's it. That's our 300. Book it. Book it. I, I, it would be a great fight. I wonder, again, I, I think that would fit RDA's schedule. I don't see why he wouldn't want to do that. Has to respect him. Uh, let's talk co-main, guys. Speaking of older, experienced fighters, Cub Swanson, 39 years old, turns 40 in November. Killer Cub is about to turn the big fours. Yeah, 40 years young, I should say. 40 years young. He's getting a co-main spot against uh, Canada's own Hakeem Dawadu. Uh, I, you know what I'm going to say. Do you guys feel like this is a legitimate co-main event or is this just a penultimate fight? Definitely not a legitimate co-main event. It's, <laughs> no? It's Star power okay. of Cub? It's penultimate. No. It's worth Hakeem is 6-3? and three? Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, this is help me out here. No, uh, look, I mean, if you're a Cub fan, cool. Uh, this probably is not a very good night for him. So, if Cub was gonna win this, maybe I would say co main event, but he's not, so it's penultimate fight. Uh, I'm happy he's back at 145. The bantamweight move never well, I didn't mind the bantamweight move, but they threw him right in there with Jonathan Martinez, which seemed like, like a terrible idea. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure what would have been a better matchup, but I just did not like that at all. I felt like they were. I don't, actually don't know what they're trying to do. I don't know if they were trying to put Martinez over. I don't know if they thought that it was a winnable fight for Cub, but that was did not. It did not go well. And um, he looks very happy on the scale. But as was I was watching the official weigh-ins today, he looks happy not to cut that ten pounds for no good reason. Um, 
Okay, so it sounds like you guys are all picking Dawidu. Not a lot of not a lot of confidence in Cub. Cub, this is Cub's twentieth year of fighting. Like we were just talking about how you start to decline after twelve, usually twenty. I know. It's, it's the, it's, <laughs> if he's happy doing this, continue to do the things that make you happy. I would personally love to see Cub get one final fight that makes sense and walk out of the cage. He has given enough of this sport and his health, and I hope that things go well for him. If he wins on Saturday, that would be awesome. Seems unlikely. Can can he uh, make a can he make damn they were good? Is he yeah he at that level? Cub, yeah, Cub gets a damn. Cub oh, Cub is absolutely a damn. It is no question. You, I, yeah, I had to look it up. I've, I've always considered Cubs Cubs in that little that that tier fighter where like. Like what? They kind of those best fighters that never fought for a UFC title. Those mm-hmm. actually the the primary purpose of Dam was really originally just supposed to be those dudes. The under yeah. the under the other guys the under or WEC or WEC or did he? He never, he never had a title at nope. WEC, right? He did yeah. not. He did not. Nope. He ran. A, yeah. He ran to Jens Pulver and a guy named Jose Aldo. Who Jose was, Aldo I just, was, I think, a title eliminator. I assume so. Yeah, I believe yeah. that. And, and like Cubs Swanson, he's one of those guys. Like in the, in the in a parallel universe, he's a champion, but just yeah. in our universe, he just there was always that one fighter right above him. So he hit that. He hit that kind of. He was at that number two guy. He was always that one win away from getting that title shot. He just didn't happen. And um, yeah, here he is. Um, obviously, everyone everyone just everyone loves Cub. He's just a great dude. He's always he's um he gets the fight game and um. Yeah, the thirty-five thing didn't work out, and um, I, I mean, I'm a little more positive on his um, uh, this matchup. I mean, I think Cub can win this. Uh, I'll probably just go ahead and pick Cub just because. Why not? <laughs> I'm not throwing any money on it or anything. I like but, that. Um, Hakeem, but uh, Hakeem, and uh, does he is he's coming off what almost a year layoff and against mm-hmm. a pretty. I'm trying to do you do you remember the Arosa fight? Wait, which he lost by decision? Who I he remember, lost? Uh, Julian Arosa. Yeah, so that's so he's coming off a loss. Is anyone was is anyone this whole card coming off wins? Is there is there any win versus win? Yeah, Cleo, uh, Cleo Roundtree has three wins, but he is yes. fighting a three losing streak person. Yeah. So winners <laughs> matched up. I don't know. Um, Aliana Viana, Aliana Viana, and and Jasmine Lucindo are both coming off wins. So how dare right, you? All right, all right, but well. but you're right. The majority is either both fighters have lost, or at least one of the fighters coming off a loss. That's weird. That's very weird. Yeah. I'll I'll add for on your Casey like I think Swanson this is theoretically winnable for Swanson because Dowdu is not like a big finisher and that's really mm-hmm. where Cub has struggled as he's gotten older he can't take damage the same way and mm-hmm. it's not really Dowdu's game so if he can just turn this into a skill matchup then maybe he's got a shot here I just if you just consistently pick against people who are forty in this sport particularly when they're facing people ten years younger than them. <laughs> You're gonna do extremely well. Good strategy. Good, good, uh, good betting You're, strategy. You are largely going to win if you just pick <laughs> the dude who's the- <laughs> eight years younger than the guy who's <laughs> fighting. Forty-one pro fights for Cubs Swanson, seventeen for Duarte. Also, big, big experience so gap there. So many fights. So many 41 fights. Forty-one fights is so many fights. Uh, Cubs Swanson, his first, lo- his first fight, he lost in fifteen seconds to Shannon Gugardy, uh by Rear Nikachuk, and then he didn't lose again for three. I years. didn't realize that. That's awesome. And that'll be on damn. He lost to then- Shannon Gugardy, That's but he avenged best. it. He avenged it two years later, and then he won his next. <laughs> so he won his next eleven fights, including avenging that loss. That was also uh, Shannon Gugardy's first fight. What an incredible stat! That's such a that's great damn so piece. Save it, save it. And then uh, look at his losses after. Jens Pulver, Hall of Famer. Jose Aldo, Hall of Famer. Chad Mendez, probably not a Hall of Famer, but a real at the at, at peak Chad Mendez Chad, at the time. Chad Mendez is going to be in the Hall of Fame because his, so. rematch, his rematch oh, okay. with Aldo is oh, going to get fight, him in the, the Hall fight. of Fame. Yes, correct. Okay, correct. Uh, Ricardo Lamas, who was a top five yeah. featherweight. Not a time. Hall of yeah. Famer, but a, yeah. another damn guy, basically. Frankie Edgar, Max Holloway, Ortega, Hall, Frankie Edgar. Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer, Anomaly. Oh, two-time title challenger. Yeah, I mean, this is so he up, up until recently. I mean, he's still losing to good guy. The guys he's losing to are still good, but I mean, it was just like superstars that he was losing to uh, for the longest time. So, I I'm with you guys. He still hasn't call- lost to anybody who's bad. Jonathan Martinez no, no. is the worst dude he's lost to, and, and Jonathan good. Martinez is a good fighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he got away. He didn't belong in. 
Dude. Yeah, and Giga's just falling off the face of the yeah. earth. I don't know what's going on with Giga. Um, but uh, yeah, so you guys are right. It's not really a co-main event. It has good, um, great showcase for Cub. I mean, giving him that spot, not necessarily a showcase fight that he's going to like dominate. But I'm with Casey, though. I think uh, I'm going with uh, my fellow Scorpio, and I'm going to um, I'm going to pick Cub Swanson. I will also su- almost be 40 when November rolls around, so uh, so I have to uh, stick with my boy, and uh, I'll go I'll go Cub Swanson. I'm a man. Uh, I, I'm 40. I, I'm telling saying this right now on this show. I am going to reenact that speech when my birthday when my birthday rolls around, and I'm not changing anything. I'm just doing this. I'm not like changing it so it's my birthday. Like I'm just doing doing it word for word. That speech. I love it. Uh, What's the name? Mike, 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 Mike Grundy? Mike Gundy. Mike Gundy. Uh, Mike Gundy. Mike Gundy. Was, this, was that who? I don't, honestly don't remember who gave the yeah, speech. Yeah. That might be uh, right. People are, so many people, are, I got to check the contours. Anyone know what the hell I'm talking about? This is a great moment. Anyway, uh, it is. I, I, have no, I have Gundy. no idea, but also I have little Why? interest in asking. It's, it's, oh, hilarious. it's an Oklahoma State football a coach oh, yes. at a presser, like loses his mind and just starts fantastic. screaming, I'm a man, I'm 40. So Swanson will soon be yeah, giving yeah, that speech. I am gaining interest now. Okay. Yes. Send me the he, will soon, he will soon be giving that speech himself uh, this November. But for now, he's only thir- He's a spry 39, and I'm picking him to win by – you know what? He's, uh, I'll go decision. I can't, I can't be gutsy enough to call a finish. Casey, what were you thinking? Also decision? Uh, yeah, cub, cub by experience. Cub by ex- – <laughs> I'll, I'll experience him. Yeah, just, and then, uh, if, if it's not, as long as it's not a brawl – um where both guys are just taking lots of damage yeah cubs just he yeah. just can't take the same amount of damage i think he used to um if cub just fights smart and technically um he should win this fight i think so but of course he's 40 and not yet not yet no he's not 40 not yet. Cubs not 40 no close Turns i said in november in november, in november, in november. Oh, okay when is rda so so him and rda, RDA are is younger RDA is, is uh, RDA is 38. Turned, you just turned oh, 30. RDA is 38. Okay. Yeah. RDA turns 39. Oh, sorry. October. October. October, even sooner. All right. All right. Mm. Uh, yes. Okay. So, uh, and uh, Jed, you're saying Dawadu by decision. I'm going by decision because, like, all of his fights go to decision. So he has he has a tendency. I have if, a bet if, on ha- uh, on ha- uh, Dawadu by decision. If Cub uh, does take a bad loss, though. I don't know what's next for Cub though. If he does, if he takes he just, a bad loss, then he just takes the retirement fight next, and maybe we can get him more. to go out on a good, yeah. like a good retirement fight, you know, with with, with a crowd, hopefully. Yeah, not yeah. not at the apex. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Cup this can't be his final fight because he's been fighting in the apex every time lately. His last oh. four fights have been in the apex, I think. No, That'd three because be one of one of two. So his last three fights have all been at the apex. So he's definitely. If he's retiring, it can't be this one. You got to go out in front of a crowd. Yeah, I would hope not. I would hope not. New Mexico, let's go. Uh, all right, let's run down the rest of this card real quick, then guys. Then he can uh, box Jose Aldo. Please, the rematch finally. Uh, six fight main that. card. Six fight main card. Light heavyweight bout. Uh, Cleo Roundtree Jr. Chris Dacus. This was uh, postponed. These guys were supposed to fight a few months back. This is Chris Dacus's. Uh, light heavyweight debut, and as you said, Killer Roundtree is streaking, so some intrigue there, I suppose. Women's strike, Pollyanna Viana, cosplay enthusiast, who we learned today apparently is not being allowed. She wants to do some anime cosplay thing. I wish Jose Youngs was here to explain this to me, uh, but she is not being allowed to. Because they don't even US show those fun. walkouts. I mean, I don't know, like, well, I guess for in the U.S. They also, it's, the also it's, in the, it's in the apex. Like, what better way to spruce up the otherwise dull, you know, surroundings of the apex than what? have someone come in just apex, as you got apex so tall? It's intimate. Uh, yes, uh, and 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 some people love it as those signs that you tweeted out uh, a couple of shows ago. <laughs> ES, ESPN Plus, Apex Rules, whatever, that was incredible. Pollyanna Viana facing uh, Jasmine Lucindo. Uh, middle, well, this would be a catchweight bout now. We don't know the uh, purse penalty, but according to Brendan Fitzgerald, this one is going through AJ Dobson versus uh, Tafon and Chukwe. And Chukwe missed weight by three and a half pounds. Bad. Uh, the uh, opening fight is also going through, according to Fitzgerald. This was uh, Josh Fremd, Jamie Pickett, and Fremd missed weight by three pounds. So I don't know why you don't just reorganize the fighters. I mean, yes, it'd be unfair because they prepared for specific people, but yeah, do you want to be a fighter or not? All right. You know, I got to go full Dana. This is as real as it gets. All right. So whatever, uh, whatever y'all do, don't look at the link Mike just posted. 
I'm not going to. And is that, is that, is that what's going on? I was, I was about to ask you what's going on. Don't, what's going on, don't, it just, it, oh, Jed, you can't mention it. this on the show. Uh, anyway, just to, so for anyone listening at home or even anyone watching the show right now, uh, we are on our Slack channel. Uh, Mike just shared a grisly injury that just happened in a, uh, a fight. That's pretty tough. It Did he already delete it? Actually, or, oh, I don't know if oh, it's up there. I, I, it popped there. up on my Twitter. It actually might be the worst injury I've seen in, in Michigan Arts. we are on the at least please let us. Can we stick to this scintillating UFC Vegas 78 card? Uh, is anything else jumping out, out at you outside of those two fights, gentlemen? Uh, real quick, and then we'll move on to one or two questions. I've again, I've dug deep into the car. I know you have too, as well, Jed, for uh, for no best bards. So, uh, what's what's catching your eye outside of the, the top two? Um, nothing. I, okay. I, Ter- Terrence McKinney is fun to watch because he's sure. going to get right. one in seven minutes or less. Let me let, let me ask so you about Terrence it. McKinney. Is he is he mishandling his career? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like, uh, unquestionably, dude. Uh-huh. He got he got gassed up a month ago and just turning yeah. around to fight a guy that like theoretically he should beat, but just the way he's fighting is super fun. It's it's not sustainable. He's proven that he's not like intrinsically durable enough to get away with this sort of style. And I don't mm-hmm. think he's going to change up. And I'm not here to knock him for it. Like he has made himself a name by virtue of doing things this way, but. It's, it's probably not good for his long-term future um, because like at any point in time, Mike Breeden could just, Mike Breeden can just hang on for seven minutes. He's probably going to win the fight and that's pretty tough. So it's uh but he's, he's always fun. His appointment viewing. Um, I don't know how good an idea this is to turn around this fast, but we'll see. Uh, that's right. He is stepping in. Who's he stepping in for? He is stepping in for Lando Venata. This was supposed to be Lando Venata versus Mike Breeden. Uh, Mike Breeden, 0 and 2 in the UFC so far. Um, his first fight since April of last year. This is such a, such a weird fight. This is such a weird fight. Such a weird card. Uh, Casey, anything out here? Uh, you said you were interested in uh, Montserrat Ruiz, Amarim, as well as Juliana Miller and Luana Santos. Not, not in. Not in the sense of are they going to be fighting for titles yeah. soon? Just because oh I haven't seen her in a while and Juliana Miller is kind of, to me kind of like a uh, you know a female Terrence McKinney just kind of <laughs> appointment viewing not necessarily going to win but you know it's going to be kind of interesting. <laughs> and more they that are way. not they are not giving her easy fights for someone who has like she I guess she won the Ultimate Fighter but outside of that she had three pro uh, oh sorry she was what two and one. Um, professionally going when she actually entered the OC. Um, and then she had to fight Veronica Hardy, who, I mean, I think we all thought she was going to beat her, but then you realize Veronica Hardy is quite a bit more experienced than she is. And now Luana Santos coming in with a little bit of hype behind her, uh, a younger fighter with a bit of hype behind her. These are not easy fights for Juliana Miller. Um, I, I, I don't mean, know it, what easy fights there could be, but, but she's, she's at the pinnacle of the sport. There really shouldn't be easy fights. I mean, I, the, that's what's so crazy about this not, card, right? I mean, I, I, quote, quote, really, easy, you know, are we really saying that this card is representing the pinnacle of the sport? I don't think we knew that straight face, except for Casey, the fight that I am looking forward to Josh Prezian versus Martin Budai. Both. First of all, I've met said right at the top of the show, Josh Prezian with one of the most tortured paths to the UFC I have ever seen him and Phil Haas are maybe up there with like how many stops to have to do the contender series twice. And his second fight, it's not like he won with like a pretty exciting knockout to then be told where you're getting a contract to be on the next season of The Ultimate Fighter. That is sadistic and cruel. And bless you, uh, Josh Friesen, for even putting up with this and not just retiring immediately and saying, you know what? This is not for me. I don't want to put up with this bull crap. And uh, now he's a member of the UFC roster, and he's fought he's fought uh, five times, including uh, against the illustrious Park Reporter. So I guess no big complaints there. Uh, anyway, him and Martin Budai both came in, guys. 266 pounds. These are, he- these are heavy, heavy weights. This is... This is- meaty men slapping meat this is why i watch mma this is what these are the kind of fights that i want to see all right so there's your well, i love i love bad heavyweight fights i always love bad heavyweight fights it's, that's what we're gonna get what if i told you and we're gonna get 15 minutes of that bad i love this fight so much let me tell you i love this fight so much what if i told you martin budai is three and oh in the ufc would you believe me i would because i did my research on this fight uh-huh. because i had to bet the over he has won 11 straight fights. 
man is three decisions in the UFC, three, <laughs> three decision wins. He, yes. he is a student of the heavyweight over game and we love him for that. Uh huh. He has won 11 straight fights. How far back are we talking about here? Uh, how old is he? He's 31. He's a, he is a baby for heavyweights. 31 is he, years. Is he young. the guy that plays video games? Jed, did you find this in your research? I don't know. Honestly, I'm losing track. I'm losing track. I'm uh, but yes, uh, Martin Budai and uh, I mean, Josh Friesen. Jan Blahovich plays video games. Yes, he does. I don't know. If- yes, he does. Uh, case, let's go to some questions, please. Let's get Thank out of here with some questions. I don't. I don't know what I can say. All right. All right. Questions. Uh, we can talk about the other card. Um, okay. Uh, questions about this card. That's gonna be tough. Um, hmm. I'm getting lots of. I got questions. Uh, all right, here we go. A question actually about this card. Ooh, hey, off. Joseph Boza, what's up? Could Chris Dawkins impress Will tomorrow? He's going down to lead heavyweight for the first time in hopes of having uh, better luck versus number 13, Khalil Roundtree. Uh, he could. He could. This, this, I like this matchup for him. Um, Khalil, of course, I think a much better striker. Dawkins got some hands. Dawkins got some power. We saw that heavyweight. I think the drop down to light heavy is very good for him. I think he ran into some heavies where it was clear there was a size and power disadvantage. Um, not that there's some light heavies that can't slug. I mean, that he could get colded by Khalil Roundtree very easily. Um, but he's also a great grappler, and I would hope that at the slightest sign of trouble, Dawkins takes this one to the ground. But I don't know. Again, I'm not a fighter. I don't. I don't know the mentality. So, uh, Jed, are you, are you optimistic? Uh, former former top ten, I think, or top twelve MMA fighting ranked heavyweight Chris Dawkins is chance to two fight. No, I think he's probably in trouble. Um, like his big advantage at heavy, like I don't think he's a natural heavyweight, but his advantage at heavyweight is the speed. Mm-hmm. He was just he was quicker. He could bounce around. He could you know do that sort of thing, which gave him a leg up over several heavyweights. Particularly, I mean, if you look back at the guys he beat, Shamil Abdurakhimov, Alexei Linick, these are very plodding, slower, older dudes. And the minute, like yeah, like. Derek Lewis, Curtis Blades, much bigger than him. They're also just better athletes. And like that's really at a very basic level where he struggled. Hey, these dudes are can match my athleticism and speed, but they hit a lot harder and they're more durable. I think he's going to run into similar issues at light heavyweight with people who can match him there. And he's not even going to have like a speed advantage that he can lean on. Like I think, I think that's really going to be problematic against Khalil. Um, maybe the size like him, you know, getting rid of the, that excess weight and getting a little leaner will help his game round out. But I, if it, if it happens, if he beats Khalil Roundtree, then maybe there's something here. Uh, I tend to think that he's about to get knocked out for the fourth time in a row though. Yeah, yeah. Doc has looked okay on the scale. Um, he didn't look like super. He looked like a a heavyweight who had lost some weight. He didn't look like super Jack. Not like Khalil Roundtree. Khalil Roundtree. I mean, not comparing to him. That dude is gas the gills. That guy. That dude is pumped. Uh, Casey, any uh, any thoughts on Chris Dawkins at uh, light heavyweight? No, it's more about how Roundtree looks. I think Roundtree is a bit seems seems to be a bit inconsistent in his performances. Yes. But I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just opponents are giving him different looks. I don't know. But uh, if Khalil Roundtree is if he brings that that Muay Thai violence and just starts chopping Dawkins's legs up, it could be a very uh very uh vicious night for um, Chris Dawkins. But yeah, um, yeah. Uh, it's I, I don't no matter what happens, I don't think I'm I'm I don't can Chris Dawkins do anything tomorrow night where you, we we we're, we're gonna go okay this is maybe this is like a new player in the two hundred five division. Yeah, if he doesn't take much, it doesn't take much at 205 to lock, climb to like close to the top 15. It's not, it's not a big Okay, climb. yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's a garbage-ass weight class. Uh, <laughs> I, I, didn't say that. I didn't say that, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying it's garbage-ass weight class. Clearly, Roundtree is like a fun fighter. He's ranked in the top 15. Like, if if Chris Dargis comes out here and runs over Cleo Roundtree, like, I agree, Khalil's been inconsistent, but it's a good win. And like, then it would make me at least interested to see, okay, maybe he's just better served at 205. And particularly if he can add on some muscle, trim off some soft and, you know, really acclimate his body. So we have seen other people have some, like Nikita Krylov was a chubby heavyweight who wasn't very good. And then he cuts down and like, 
after a year or two of doing it, now he's extremely fit and clearly in a good weight class. Dawkins is young enough. He, if he has a good showing, I'd be interested. But if he just gets starched, then it's like, well, okay. Which, which weight class do you want to get knocked out in? <laughs> I do. Well, that's the problem. It could be worse than that, though. Is I do worry that because I think his brother um, also got released recently, right? Am I? That's a thing, right? Yes. Uh, yes, yeah. he did. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So I do wonder if he, if it is a quick showing, um, like in a bad way, if Cleo Rountree like knocks him out in you know uh, the first ninety seconds of the fight, will they just cut ties? Because that'll be Dacus's. I know it's a new fourth. weight class, but it'll be his fourth straight loss. Um, yeah. If he loses again, I think he's getting gassed. Yeah, and anyway, th- he's the kind of guy who, if he got cut, it, uh, he's thirty three. It's not like super old. I don't feel like it's the end of the road for him. I feel like maybe he can come back, but um, go back to fight. CFFC like his brother did. Sure, might have to. It's such Just a round out, round out the game for a little bit, and you know, Esther, who's this? Who's this troll, Esther Lynn, with this comment? What is this? Why do you put up these troll comments, Casey? Uh, oh, sorry, that was a mistake. Yeah, what, you, <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> I mean, look, if Chris Dargis wins, he will be number 13 in the UFC's late heavyweight rankings, which means yeah. he's like three fights from a title. There you go. Yeah. I think two. Yeah. Uh, depending on the two, it could be two. It could be two. Casey, well, let's let, uh, let's give us another. All right. Uh, if, there is, if there is one. We got questions. Do you want to talk about the sport in general? We got questions on other cards, or are we going to keep it very focused on this card? Uh, if it's on this card. The- Sure. Let me end the poll as well. Uh, what is your grade for UFC Vegas 78 lineup? C, 42%. B, 25%. D or lower, only 19%. A, 11%. So I would have got like – I think this is Good a D on paper. Grass, y'all. If you're – <laughs> yeah. If you're watching this though, you you are you like the card. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm in the vast minority. A to C is uh, – C and B is prominent uh, and then a little bit of A and then D is only 19%. Uh, so we're just haters, guys. We're just straight up haters. I'm not. We, I have a discerning love, we can't palate. We can't love everything. We can't love. Le- Why? Oh, you're right. Why? <laughs> I have Why? a discern. I have a discerning <laughs> palate. If I eat a steak and a McDonald's cheeseburger, they don't taste the same. They just don't. Casey, I think uh, I think we might have to wrap soon. I, I see a lot of people just complimenting Esther now. Nobody's here yeah. for that, so I'm, I'm not here yeah, for that. <laughs> I think we just wrap it up. She doesn't, uh, she doesn't need that, guys. Uh, we have there's Bellator going on tonight. It's starting now, starting soon, starting at six o'clock Eastern time. I Couple believe hours. it starts at six ooh, Eastern. And Bella, and, ooh, and Bellator. It might be six thirty, but oh, Casey, big it up. You got time. You have I don't know how much time. Yeah, Go yeah, ahead. Yeah. You're the Make producer. Sure. I can't. Sh- I can't. Yeah, show you, no, you can't do anything. Yes. Make sure you watch the main event of the prelims. My teammate Weber Almeida is fighting Lucas Brenneman. Uh, I think he's Brennan. Brennan something. He's a uh, nine and zero undefeated uh, featherweight. Oh man, Weber is such a freaking force, and this is a very tough fight for him. Um, and he's facing a very good prospect. So uh, watch that fight and uh, cheer for my boy Weber, or cheer for your boy Lucas. You know, there you go. Sure, and you I'm can sure he has friends too. But, you can watch uh, them. I'm, I'm very excited to see him tonight fight. You can watch a live stream of those prelims on MMAfighting.com. Just cl- yeah, for for for, for free. free. Three ninety-five, the best price of all. So uh, those are mafighting.com, check those out. The main card will be on Showtime in Canada. Free is a I, very good I, price. I think yeah, free is a very good price. Canada, I think you have to be subscribed to like TSN Plus or something. Sorry, guys, I don't know for sure, but it is not on basic cable, which is just you know make of that what you will. Uh, so that's Bell Sports. There's also BKFC oh. tonight. Wait, hold on, hold on. I got some yeah. um, deep thoughts from Esther Lynn. Oh my goodness, Esther Lynn says can't love everything because then nothing is loved. Not true. I love all of you. Whatever. Yeah, get out of here, you hippie. Get out of here. Of get out of here, you hippie. Get that. Get, the, get those. Get those wise words. With, there's no place for that in MMA. Uh, but yes, uh, BKFC and Bellator tonight. By the time some people listen to this on early Saturday or before uh, UFC Vegas 78, they'll already know uh, if Logan Storley was able to overcome Brennan Ward or if Casey's teammate was over, able to overcome Lucas Brennan. But uh, thank you, everyone who joined live, and thank you for everyone who uh, is listening to the show whenever you're listening to it. This has been the. UFC Vegas 78 Luke versus Dos Anjos preview show courtesy of uh, MA Fighting's Alexander K. Lee uh, Jed K. Mashu and uh, E. Casey Lydon love y'all bye everybody yeah you didn't say you were bye that was, that was, an, that was odd yeah, you're, not, you're not good at this <laughs> wow <laughs> you're not good at this <laughs> Sending us out on a high note. Love y'all.
<laughs> Happy birthday, AK. Oh, wait, that's me. <laughs> You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle. It's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.